Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. We talk about stolen vehicles in this channel from time to time, and especially when they get recovered. Sometimes there's fascinating stories behind that. And there's a common comment I get about stolen cars that are recovered that many people apparently misunderstand. We'll get to that at the end. But first, from the drive.com, and Chris sent this to me. James Gilboy wrote this. Man discovers GMC Cyclone he bought was stolen, returns truck to its rightful owner. This guy came into possession of a vehicle. He paid money for it, and he, he, he realized, hey, this, this is a stolen vehicle. I'm going to go find the owner and give it back to him. So this is a great example of somebody doing the right thing. The rare GMC Cyclone was stolen from an owner who had fallen on hard times, and it looked like the truck would not be recovered. But an upstanding member of the GMC truck community intercepted the stolen Cyclone, forfeiting his own money to make sure the truck got back to its rightful owner safely, and also helped to bring the thief to justice. Now, in case you don't know, the Cyclone was based on the first-generation Chevy S10. Uh, and, of course, this would be the hopped-up version of it. It had a 4.3-liter turbo V6, a four-speed automatic, and all-wheel drive. And that would be putting its 280 horsepower and 350 foot-pounds of torque to the ground. Capable of 0 to 60 in 4.3 seconds. Again, remember, this is a truck. It was quicker than many purpose-built sports cars at the time, making it one of the landmark performance vehicles of the 1990s. A friend of mine named Bruce Lightman had one. Pretty cool. Just under 3,000 were built, meaning that they, uh, along with the sibling Typhoon, are worth a pretty penny these days to collectors. And that's why the one in the story here was probably stolen. So Jake, the man who recovered the stolen truck, said that he'd been shopping for a Cyclone when he came across one in Odessa, Texas that was relatively cheap suspiciously so, at $4,200. And uh, sometimes in nice shape, they can sell for up to 30 But he dug around, and the truck seemed legit. The seller said he'd gotten the GMC as payment for cleaning up at a property for an old woman whose husband had lost the title and died. So there was a bill of sale, a phone number, said to be the woman, which someone did answer, by the way, and the VIN did not come back as stolen. So it was not reported stolen, at least in a way that would pop up in anything like Carfax and so on. So the man bought the truck. But he got suspicious, and, and of course he was probably suspicious all along. He said, I got the truck home, got back on Facebook, and noticed the truck was listed by a different man with a different price. And of course, anytime you're doing business on Facebook, uh, you're playing a very, very dangerous game. So he said, I reached out and asked how he got it, and I got the same story, but the lady's name was changed, so I knew something was up. Uh, next morning, members of the Cyclone community on Facebook helped him figure out more about the truck's history through its serial number, and it was 0027. Turned out its lawful owner wasn't the person who sold it to him, and the owner did not yet know it was stolen, but he also didn't have it insured. So he was able to verify the true owner's identity, he then returned the truck, and then he said, I will help you prosecute the guy who stole it. And apparently he did that. He said, if I didn't buy it, the owner would have never seen the truck again. Someone would have pulled the cab, sold the drivetrain for double what it was listed for. I knew that if I bought it, uh, I was okay with losing the money so someone could have their truck back. This man is a hero, okay? Indeed, it's not a happy ending for everyone as it stands. The owner can't afford to get the truck rest, uh, restored yet. And the man who bought it was told by police that he can't expect to get his money back. Uh, so he said, I'm in no way rich enough to afford the loss, but I know what it's like to have my car stolen and don't want anyone to feel that way. 
Now, the ending could wind up being a happy one as grateful members of the Cyclone community have contributed more than $1,100 to a GoFundMe to reimburse the man for his good deed. And by the way, he did not set that up himself. Someone else set it up for him. I think it's a great thing. As long as uh, we're advocating for him, someone please sell this man a Cyclone. (laughs) He's already been through the storm for someone else. Now it's time someone puts a silver lining on that cloud. And that's James Gilboy writing for TheDrive.com. And so here we have a situation. We've heard of this before. Someone's got a vehicle. It gets stolen. It winds up floating around out there, and somebody winds up with the vehicle. And somebody goes, this vehicle belongs to this person over here. It was stolen from them. The most common thing we hear is that the police get involved, and they take the vehicle from here, and they give it to the person over here. You got your car back. I've handled cases like that for somebody whose car was stolen. They didn't know it. They bought it, and the State police take it and give it back to the previous owner, the real owner, and they had the car 20 years ago when it was stolen, and now suddenly, boom, the car's back like from the dead. And a lot of people in response to those videos go, Steve, they don't get the car back. The insurance company gets the car back. And people say that as if it's just carved in stone that that's what happens. And I'm here to tell you that in nine years of doing videos, 32 years of practicing law in the state of Michigan in the field of automotive law, I don't think I've ever heard of a single example of a stolen car being sent back to the owner and then the owner having to give it to the insurance company. And I started thinking about that because technically speaking, I know what people are getting at. So that let's suppose that you own a vehicle. You've got a vehicle that it's your vehicle and it gets stolen. You report it stolen because you had theft coverage. The insurance company comes out and contrary to anything that any of my previous stories have indicated, once in a while they pay these claims. (laughs) So they pay your theft claim. They pay your theft claim. So they pay your theft claim, and they have the right, if they want to, to say, sign the title over to us so that we now own the vehicle if it gets recovered. But I've spoken to people in the insurance industry because I was trying to get the bottom of this. I made some phone calls, sent some emails, poked around a little bit. And I heard from several people who said, yes, insurance companies have the right to do that, but they often don't do it. And I said, why not? They said, well, you can chalk up to anything you want, including laziness, because someone's got to do a bunch of paperwork, and most of those cars are not recovered in any timely fashion. And so let's suppose that you file the paperwork for every single stolen car, and then one pops up seven years from now. They got to go find the paperwork, get the car, go through all this, and quite frankly, It's more of a public relations win if they just say, you know something, you got your car back, congratulations. And so while in theory, the insurance companies may have been entitled to claim the cars back, they quite often don't. And in this case, it didn't matter. This guy said the car was not insured against theft, the truck. So in this case, it wouldn't have made a difference. But in the other cases I've handled, including a couple I personally handled myself, and then many that I've seen, the police find the car, they run it, they go, the car was stolen, and how do they determine the rightful owner? They check the paperwork. Last titled owner. And the last titled owner is the person reported it stolen. Now, the insurance company had wanted to, they could have made themselves the next titled owner, despite the fact that the car was gone, but if they don't do that, well, and by the way, someone's bound to spot this, I'm going to point this out, that the title is not the be-all and end-all of ownership. So in theory, in theory, the insurance companies could still make the argument that we're entitled to it because we paid it off. But 
Most people are to say, if that was true, then you should have gone and done the title work. Why didn't you do the title work? And so by not doing the title work, you know you could and you should, you are probably abandoning your claim to that vehicle. So that's the better, longer answer to the people who say, Steve, these people don't get their cars back. More often than not, they do. And the reason they do is that the insurance companies didn't bother going through all the steps necessary to make sure that they got the car should it ever be recovered. So there's the story. But the good news here is that a good Samaritan saw a good deal on a GMC Cyclone, a vehicle he was looking for, found it, got it, and thought to themselves, you know something that was, that was too good to be true, and tracked down the original owner, got it back to the original owner, and helped prosecute the thief knowing full well that he was not going to get his money back, and all he had managed to do here was simply help a guy out whose vehicle was stolen who didn't know it. And so, like I said, the man's a hero. So, Chris, thanks for sending the story from thedrive.com. James Gilboy wrote that fantastic story. Man discovers Cyclone he bought was stolen, and he returns the truck to the owner. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. There's about 45 seconds between I'll make us an omelet and we're having scrambled eggs.